Psalm 32, verses 1 through 5. Blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord does not count against him, and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the guilt of my sin. Uh, this is from Psalm 32, uh, the first through the fifth verse. And what jumped out at me a long time ago when I was reading this and it eventually ended up in a book, when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. Now, that actually, when I became biblically knowledgeable enough to start to uh, kind of make, uh, uh, not assumptions, but uh, kind of draw a biblical truth out in terms of everyday life, I said, is it possible that unresolved sin, in other words, like a festering wound, is it possible that 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 wound that that that, that in, your incapacity to uh, deal with it by confessing it for, for getting it out from yourself that that actually is poisoning the whole poisoning you physically? I mean, it could take hmm. you know mental um, um, aspects to it, like somebody you know, feels anxiety all the time or fear all the time, or this is going to happen or that is going to happen, you know, very afraid of every next step. But somebody that's fearless is not being held back by unresolved sin. They're sinners, but they have dealt with it. Yeah, absolutely, Eric. I think that you really are onto something that it doesn't necessarily um, seem logical or it doesn't compute right away in our heads, but but confession of sins and getting it out there before God, repentance, and then the forgiveness that we that we are reminded of in Christ, that that actually does something deep in our psychology, in our emotions, in our in our lives. What it does is it refreshes us. That's the word that. Um, that Luke writes, that Luke uses when he writes um, the book of Acts, when he's talking about repentance in, in uh, Acts 3, verse 19, he says, repent, therefore, turn back, that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. And I think what you're talking about and what I'm really agreeing with is there's something that affects our whole being. There's a refreshment that comes over our whole being, mind, body, and spirit. When we are honest with God about our sins through confession, when we repent, when we turn to him, we say, Lord, here's the list of what I've done. Here's how I need your forgiveness. Thank you for dying on the cross to pay the price for those sins. 
um, here's my confession. And then, and then to be reminded of what he's done for us, it refreshes us mind, body, and spirit as a, as effect on the whole being of refreshment. So Jesus says, I think in the gospel of John, uh, it's for freedom that I've set you free. Mm. And a lot of people can, you know, nationalize that and make it, you know, I'm a, we're a free country of that represents freedom. Our constitution is about it. The civil, uh, the uh, revolutionary war was about freedom, but that's actually not the deeper understanding of freedom is being freedom by being caught or, or imprisoned in your own sins. Uh, They accumulate there. I mean, if you don't resolve them, they accumulate, they don't go away. You can run, you can hide, but you can't escape them. And this is a, a spiritual aspect of Christianity that a lot of people just don't talk about. But uh, because we live in a very materialistic and, and kind of, you know, touchy-feely kind of world where, you know, it's your physical being that's the only reality. But actually the hidden thing, the, the spiritual, we're spiritual beings in part. We're also physical beings. And, and when it works well together, that's when the, the, the joy in the spiritual, the, the, spirit, this, the nine spiritual gifts, is that what they're called? Uh, mm-hmm. um, love, peace, patience, kindness, but, but joy is one of them. And so you can measure how free you are by how much joy you experience. Yesterday, I was talking to a publisher associate of mine, a, a, a gentleman who's 73 years old, is not, he's a Christian. And uh, we were talking about that and he was explaining uh, what he has been experiencing in this phase of his life. And I said, you know what you just said? You just, you just, in every word you said, all the only word that came to me was joy. You're living a joyful life. There is nothing mm-hmm. constricting you that you can fully express that which, uh, you know, you've been put on earth to express without fear or compromise or doubt. And it was, it was extraordinary. So I think a measurement of whether you're healthy or not, yes, can be done by blood pressure and all the other things, but also the presence or absence of joy in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 